Let's go! Who's up next? Welcome everyone, this is the Xbox Empire, PSVG's weekly show dedicated to all things green, and I'm not talking about the Ninja Turtles, it is I, your host, Kevin, and with me, actually this week we have a guest, he's the Kazooie to my banjo, from Board with Video Games, Josh, the Bonesaw. <laughs> oh boy, what a what a compliment. <laughs> I, I guess, sure. you, you fit in my backpack and... Yeah, see, I, I didn't know. even know which one I was, the bear or the bird. So, no, no. yeah. <laughs> so, there we go. Oh, yeah. Well, the other voice you hear, we couldn't have a bad fur day without our conquer. Ooh. Mr. Donnie Reese. Greetings, Kooblings. Uh, maybe we should start a Ninja Turtles pod. Paul Calico would love that. I'm just saying, we've got a pod for a lot of things. So, <laughs> you know, that wasn't the worst idea Lucas you've ever had. Because he can't name them all. So, mm, we know that for a fact. That's true. He, he struggles. <laughs> So, how you guys doing? We have a lot of news, but before we get to that, how, how you feeling? How you doing? Um, my knees are achy from jumping on the wet trampoline today. <laughs> um, we turned our trampoline into a water park, and I went out there with the kids for a little bit. Um, before I got back and had to manually look up like 200 rows of data and like one by oh, one go through them. So, I've had better days, Kev. I'm trying to finish a game for review for Shaq tomorrow. Meanwhile, and it's it's here's the thing. I'm really enjoying the game, but it's like not what I want to be playing at all. Like I want to be playing uh, Pokemon, and I want to be playing Hellblade, and I want to be playing these things that I've been playing. By the way, started playing Hellblade again because I never played it on on, on Xbox. I never seen it in its glory in 4K, and it's amazing. Uh, hmm. By the way, it looks incredible. Um, so yeah, I wanted to do those things, but I got this review code and I really wanted it and they were happy to give it to me. So I feel compelled to do the work to put in the labor first before I get to the joy. So it's actually kind of one of those things where I'm just like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Mm, I'm with you. I, I literally just finished with work about an hour before we got on the mics here, had something to eat, said hi to the family and then came right back down to the same computer I've been staring at all day. So I hear you there. Uh, you did your fair share of overnights and whatnot. So I, I can't really complain here in, in relevance to that the good thing about working from home is if you are working late, you're still at home. So it's not, it, is nice. it could be worse. It could be worse. Uh, Josh, you went back to work. How's, how's that going? Well, I'm on vacation this week. I went oh, back to right. work and now I'm on vacation. <laughs> it's not really a vacation, unfortunately. It's just yeah. more of the same uh, from last month. Uh, Are your numbers spiking? No, we're one of the only three states in the green right now. Mm -hmm. uh, we're doing pretty good right now. We're up like 3,000 today. <laughs> yeah. I, whole, it seems like the whole country is <laughs> insane right now. Uh, but all those people in Florida are flying back here anyway, so it'll get here eventually. Yikes. Uh, yeah, so... I started taking walks with my son this week, even though we've, we're in the middle of a heat wave. Uh, mm. And we've been going early in the morning because he's getting up early and he doesn't nap anymore. So I have to like tire him out. Yeah. Uh, so today I thought it would be a good idea to take my three-year-old son on a four-mile walk. Uh, <laughs> and 
I you couldn't take me on a four mile walk with him walking. Uh, there's a couple oh, times. Man. Sometimes he goes when he wants to be carried. He says, "Daddy, can I carry you?" So I let him sit on my shoulders. And sometimes when he was getting tired, he would just sit on the sidewalk <laughs> wherever we were. He would just sit down. I'm like, "No, no, no! We gotta get up." Not in this uh, neighborhood, son. Yeah, he was a trooper. <laughs> he was a trooper. Um, but when we got back, he basically had a you know hour long meltdown before oh, yeah. he fell asleep for two hours on the couch. So even though we've gotten rid of naps, uh, if we do a good job of wearing him out, he'll just fall asleep on the couch, which means we haven't gotten rid of naps, <laughs> technically. Just no nap time. Uh, but he goes full days without naps. So to um, be perfectly fair, I would react the same way if you dragged me out for a four mile walk. I would <laughs> probably true. sit on the curb. You'd have to carry me. I would have an hour long meltdown and then fall asleep on your couch for two hours. So yeah, it's, it wasn't bad to walk out, but the the two miles back, uh, yeah. the sun came out and we're sitting at eighty percent humidity, ninety mm-hmm. degree weather. So uh, we had to make a couple stops for water at like CVS and yeah. put on our masks and go in and <laughs> take off our masks and walk and yeah. It was an adventure, but we, we I, survived. I hear that. I hear that. <laughs> so, I mean, like I said, we have a ton of news to get to. But before we do, we have to say thank you to some very special people. And those are the people who support us over at patreon.com slash PSVG. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Edwin Callow, Barry Cathcart, this guy here on the show with us this evening, Chris McElfresh, Dev Tyus, Kyle Heyman, Paul Calico, Mike Masick, The Egg Shen, Zach Bradshaw, and of course, as Josh and I both would say, hmm. Nick Fahaba. Park your car in the yard, you know, stuff like that. So thank you all for the love and support. We appreciate you. And if you want to be one of those people, we get to say their names each and every week. Head on over to patreon.com slash PSVG. So let's get to that news. Donnie, how's Mixer doing, by the way? I have visions of contagion through my head when Josh talks about he's like going on for a walk. <laughs> you know, just like it's like I just see like he's just got a mass. There's like trash all over the place. Nobody's there around. There's trash all over the place. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I mean, so it's we fitting. live in New England. It happens. Uh, yeah. So anyway, New England's doing better than Mixer is apparently. Guys, <laughs> Microsoft shut down Mixer two days ago. Um, all right. So we've got a lot of news here to read. So I'm going to read it as fast as I can, and then we'll open it up a bit. Um, they're transitioning all current members and partners to Facebook Gaming. They have announced that xCloud will also come to Facebook and Instagram, stating, quote, xCloud will be used to debut click-to-play scenarios within Facebook gaming and Instagram communities, while Mixer's technology will continue to be used by Microsoft Teams to support a variety of video-first virtual experiences. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Microsoft retains the tech as part of this deal with Facebook. Again, they, they this is not, it's weird. <laughs> I'm going to open up for a little conjecture here. The news came down as almost like a, a partnership. And I yeah. guess you could say that they are in terms of the X cloud. Maybe there's some sort of exclusivity here, but this is not really a partnership as much as it is an acquisition. Uh, Facebook has picked up the mixer domain, the intellectual property to the name and all that. And Microsoft is keeping the technology. So this is not a partnership. They're not like joining forces really. Um, we'll get more to the X cloud stuff later. Um, those worrying about Series X or Xbox One impl- implications, I was really happy to see that this came out last night. Major Nelson said, if you were asking if the current Mixer integration in the dashboard is just going to become Facebook gaming, the answer is no. Phil Spencer addressed the player's concerns over on Reddit, and he shared that integrated streaming will be patched out of the system for an extended period. 
So they're going to patch it out once they make over the full transition, and they're going to work on a new solution, quote, one that gives players a choice. Okay. There's a lot to break down here. Where do you guys want to go first? You want to talk about Mixer? You want to talk about xCloud? You want to talk about Series X? Assume Mixer first. Okay. So obviously, this is Microsoft getting out of the streaming game. And this is extremely interesting because Microsoft has went on record, Xbox, Phil, or, you know, Satella has went on record saying that their competition isn't PlayStation and Nintendo, right? It's Google and Amazon. And what do Google and Amazon have? YouTube and Twitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what has Microsoft had? They had Mixer. And now they don't have anything. So that's interesting in this digital future because um, I'll weave a little xCloud in here. I was not happy when I saw the Facebook logo, personally. Yeah. I said that in the Discord. I don't have Facebook. I have not had Facebook since like 2011. It's been a long time. Um, I got off Facebook early, and I've always thought that my life was better for it, <laughs> uh, especially with all of the news and all of the stuff that's come out to Facebook since. I'm surprised anybody's still on it. Hmm. Yeah. That said, I realized that Facebook and Instagram are actually huge. They are gigantic. Sure. I believe they both have over a billion monthly active users. Like, that's insane. Mm-hmm. So, considering that Amazon will have Twitch and we're expecting Amazon to reveal a video game streaming platform, mm-hmm. and considering that Google has Stadia and they've already talked about their built in integration from Stadia with YouTube, I do understand why Facebook would maybe make a deal or why Xbox would maybe make a deal with Mixer because if xCloud is truly supposed to compete with those, it's going to be very difficult if those press play, you know, to play the game buttons are on Twitch and they're on YouTube and nobody knows where xCloud is. Like if you don't have an Xbox, you you never see xCloud. Mm. So knowing that xCloud is such a big part of their future business, I want to say that it's not my favorite. It's not what I would have chose, but I understand. So I, this is a really weird thing. I, Microsoft gave it, what, a good solid year from oh. really making this push a mixer? Like, oh, to, no, uh, I like think it's longer push. than that. But you might say the push came at the acquisition of Ninja and Shroud, but I would give them more credit than that. Well, like, I mean, Ninja and Shroud's only been like four months. That, sure. It hasn't been that long. Right, so. but it, they started with Beam. And then they transition with Beam, but Mixer's been a thing for what two or three years now, right? Right, right. But I mean, like, like publicly, PR wise, like Microsoft really started pushing this, like E three of last year, I think, is when they really started getting heavy onto like constant promotions on Mixer, you know, giving you the freebies, uh, you know, when you attend their press conferences, things mm-hmm. of that nature. Like, I think they took a more aggressive stance about a year ago, but that, that's irrelevant to the conversation here. It, I don't think I get, it is, but I mean, so I would just counter by saying. I would give them credit for taking a, a a hard push when they baked it into the Xbox UI. Yes. For those that may 100%. not remember, if you've just gotten an Xbox, you never saw it. But hmm. two or three versions of the UI ago, Mixer had its own main page and it was built into it and it yep. made the UI slow as can be. <laughs> and I'm so happy that it's it's already been patched out, like in terms of the Mixer yeah. page. And folks, that if you may not know, you have a page where you see your games. You tab to the right, you'd see Mixer. You tab to the right, you'd see the store. So you'd see Mixer all the time if you wanted to like yeah. go buy something. Yeah. They were constantly putting it in front of your face. So I would give that credit for trying to push it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm really happy to see that's out of the interface, and I'm happy to see that it's you know not going to be replaced. Because that was my biggest concern was, oh, God, 
am I only going to be able to stream from my Xbox to Facebook? Because if that's a, if that's it, like then we, I have, I have an issue. Um, uh, see, I, I never thought that because right now you don't only stream to Mixer. You have options there now. Yes. But you know, you can still do Twitch from your Xbox, which I know some people don't know, but that's, that's there. It's, so there are not as options. good though, right? No, it's it not. Doesn't it, work it's as much good. more fluid. But I think that's what we're going to get with Facebook gaming. It's there's going to be an app similar to how Twitch works because they already stated it's not going to be baked in to your comments on how the users are there. They need something to combat Stadia and, and you know, with, with YouTube gaming and, and Twitch. Facebook, I argue, is a terrible move. So, yes, there are a lot of people using it. That's mostly in the East, which the East doesn't like Microsoft. So it's a weird connection. Uh, the U.S. base doesn't use it a lot yet. Maybe that'll change with Mixer. But to be honest, Mixer couldn't move the needle on their own. I don't know why moving to Facebook would increase it. But look at the target audience here. Mm-hmm. Gamers, for the most part, aren't on Facebook. It's it's our moms and dads that Let are on Facebook. Let me ask a question, Kev. Do you have Facebook? I do, only for family photos. But you have Facebook. I don't intend on streaming so everyone sees my activity on there. Right. But if you wanted to, if you were a teenager that had a game console, you might have Facebook. I, I get your point. I'm not disagreeing with you. The only point that I'd like to make is that there's a billion people. There's got to be some gamers over there. <laughs> there's just, I mean, there's, there's no there's way that there's some. none. Yeah, I mean, for sure there's some, and, but you look at Twitch. Like that's, that's, it's and also to piggyback hard. to counter, what's a better option? I mean, there isn't one to be completely honest. So there you go. So like, right. If that's kind of, that's actually probably more the point than anything else. So Stadia why has YouTube. anybody? Well, because they, they want to, because they're not giving up on X cloud because they want X cloud to succeed. I see that as totally separate things. Why does streaming? Oh, no, no. So they're, they're giving up on mixer. I don't, they don't care about right. mixer. Mixer's right. gone. It's all Facebook, Facebook gaming. gaming right. No, you don't. And, but they want xCloud. What this deal is, is you're going to see xCloud buttons appear on Facebook. Like, hey, check out your cousin so-and-so is playing this game. Do you want to play this game? Click this button to launch xCloud. That's more of what they're going for. You would still have to own stuff. You would to still have to have an account and all that. Yeah. You'd still have to own the games for xCloud. You don't get uh, free games. They might have some sort of free trial. When streaming, I mean, you got to realize that once this stuff starts coming out, because this is the future, right? Hey, I'm watching my favorite streamer on Twitch. Or are you? Click this button to play it on Amazon. That's going to happen. That's that's the right. future. So I, they've got to have some sort of quick onboarding process to let you play, like in a, in a in a time trial, right? Like you get to play it for ten minutes, and then you got to create an account and stuff. All right, let's let Josh talk. But I don't I don't see click to play on Facebook being a thing that's going to save air quotes save X Cloud at all. I don't think it's going to save it. I think it's. I don't think it's it. going to help them at all. They'd be better just dumping that money into advertising. But anyway, Josh, your 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 thoughts because we're boycotting well, everything you're saying. Right? I was just enjoying listening to it. Uh, I I agree with both of you. I agree with Donnie that eventually we will have this option of um, clicking on a game and playing it. Right. Um, I also agree with Kevin that kids aren't on Facebook anymore. Um, their parents are. And are they, they on Instagram? It. Uh, they're on Instagram. That's yes. a part that of this is, too. That is a bonus. It's I don't like Microsoft joining with probably the company with one of the most hated CEOs in the world. That's not great brand marketing. Um, yep. I also don't agree with like I know they're having issues with Mixer and why not why do this now when you're just about 
to launch a new console. Like, why not wait until at least you debut the Series X um, UI? I know that they're saying it's going to be the same as what we currently have, but at least, like, make it seem like it's part of the new push, right? Like, hey, we're going to Series X and we're trying to streamline everything. And now... Like all of a sudden, like I, I can't just stream like on my Xbox, right? It's just gone. I have to either use the Twitch beta app from the Insider program, <laughs> which is not good, um, or I don't have an option. And why are you taking that away from your current gamers now, especially when they're they're already paying out Shroud and Ninja? They're losing that money anyways. So why not, if they have all this money and they can do this why not keep it till the fall i just don't understand that that part of them doing it however that being said if it's not successful you have to stop right at some point it was woefully but unsuccessful do they have to keep making their own streaming service no why don't they just have twitch integration so that's where i think this is going to go but i want to read you something before i address the rest okay. of what you said but because I, I like exactly what you said josh but in phil's post in the blog post um at the very top of it i and i mean obviously it's all marketing don't get me wrong yeah. but i really like how he started the conversation he said for us at xbox the player is at the center of gaming experience always it's our responsibility to make sure great games and related experiences go to meet players wherever they are Our priority and focus is on world-class content being made by our 15 Xbox Game Studios, the evolution of Xbox Game Pass, the launch of Xbox Series X, and the global opportunity to play anywhere with Project xCloud in paragraph. That's where, that's why you drop streaming, because that's exactly what I want them to say. Remember, Mixer, Phil Spencer wasn't in charge of Mixer. Mixer was a separate branch of Microsoft. They were just integrated. So... What I wanted to hear from Xbox was just that. I want them focused on xCloud and Games Pass and Series X. I really don't care about the solution. Um, my biggest concern, like I said, was that the integrated solution was going to be Facebook gaming. They've since said that that's not going to be the case. And the yeah. new solution will have player choice, which makes me think it would be more in line with what PlayStation does. It'll let you pair up an account to Twitch or YouTube, or f- you'll probably have a bunch of different options, right? Or Facebook gaming. Right. And you set it up on your own, which is exactly what I would want from them. That's exactly what I want it to be. Um, so I, I came out after their statements with a lot more optimism. And to answer your question, why now? Because they're about to unveil the new console and they're about to unveil pre-orders. And you would think that this would be a part of that versus waiting till the fall when you're launching it. And they're like, oh, we just canceled all the mixer and stuff. I feel like you'd want to get out ahead of that. So you have some time between now and launch to kind of let people know and turn their opinions. Like, yeah, we closed mixer, but check out the new solutions coming with Series X. Like, come look at the new thing. Aren't we like two months out from a console reveal? Because we're only getting games next month. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I don't think anybody knows. (laughs) I mean, I'm totally with you Like in that aspect. If everything's baked in similar to PlayStation is, then I'm for it. But if if they go this route, you know, because the UI is staying the same, if they go the route that you have all these apps and you got to jump through hoops to do it like you do now, that's where I'm going to be disappointed because it was a big feature for both consoles, if you go back to the launch where they talked a lot about being able to stream easily at the click of a few buttons. Yep. And now Sony's going to continue that, I would imagine. I don't mm-hmm. see that changing. Sure. If Xbox comes up and says we don't have an easy solution with as many streamers as there are today or people that want to stream, even just little kids and nobody's watching them, but they want to be able to do it. That is a selling point for a console. 
maybe that, I that's, took that's another thing that could actually hurt them in the battle. That is stupid, but it, it may swing somebody to say, "Well, I'm not getting an Xbox. I'm going to get a PlayStation." When it's somebody that may have been an Xbox customer. Maybe I took the the Reddit comments with way too much, like, op like optimism, because <laughs> I mean, I'm, it, I mean, it they said like the they said the baked in streaming like what Mixer was on Xbox will be redone. And then the solution will offer choices. So I can only, is there any other thing that you can take away from that? That isn't YouTube and or Twitch. Like it's gotta be one of them. Like you can't just be Facebook gaming because well, then I'm it's not a solution. Not, well, I, I, I get it just your sounds point, like apps quote may, right, Dev? right. The, the quote may not actually mean it's baked in. You're saying, well, the baked in solution is gone and we're giving you choice. No, meaning, they did address that. There's apps for these. Like, that's no, I don't think that's going to be the same. case. That's what I'm saying. If it's baked in, I'm for it. That's fine. And if you want to give me the options for baked in, even better. If you want to let me do YouTube gaming, great. You want to let me do Twitch? Awesome. You want me to do Facebook? I'm fine with that. I just want the option, but I want it to be as simple as Mixer was. I'm exactly. That's the biggest thing. Like I wasn't. I was a fan of Mixer in the sense of it was so easy. Mm -hmm. It was so easy, and it worked. And I don't want to lose that benefit for something that I that you know maybe some people want Facebook gaming but that's something I don't want so I want my solution to be just as easy as Mixer and that'd be fine. I'm agree with you and I think that I think that's what's what's going to be the case. And all of the stuff that I read from Major Nelson last on Reddit, none Fingers of that crossed. made it seem like the Mixer integration into the dash was just being taken away. They literally right. said we're going to take it down, build something else to replace it and put it back. I'm just curious in how quick. So this happened and then like Oh, yeah. It's gone. Mm-hmm. How quick are they going to get another solution up where it's baked in? That's where I'm like, eh, I don't know. I the think... app would be easier for them to say, we're on to a new console, guys. Sorry, your Xbox One, guys. You're you're screwed. We're going to move on to Series X. I think they've already been Series working X. on it. But that's what I hope. Yeah. I hope so. I mean, this is my the question Microsoft. is, Mixer was the best for live gameplay Absolutely. of fans. Mm-hmm. So the question is, what's the lag on YouTube gaming? And are they going to have it? Because like, you can't play Jackbox on Twitch. Yeah. I mean, you can, but someone can eat, cheat the person who's posting. Yep. yep. Uh, Mixer was like the best for that. No Absolutely. delay, instant, like. And there's no pressure on these companies to improve their product for sure. Microsoft. Microsoft could push to say, we're going to do it better. Now they don't right. have that cloud. It just so depends like, on okay. who's developing YouTube yeah, gaming they're just and out. Exactly. What, what they're basing it off. And of. I think that's probably the bigger thing is they're just out of this game now. And yeah. that's interesting because I understand why they're probably losing money. Um, they put a put a sure. they put a. I would argue. I think. I think many would argue they put out a better product, mm-hmm. um, but they still couldn't get market share. Yep. Um, but it, like I said, with XCloud, it does. It will put them at a disadvantage if they didn't have somewhere to market their wares. Like yeah. XCloud needed needs some place to get in front of people's faces because if everybody on YouTube is seeing Stadia over and over again, like that's gonna pay. That's gonna be big in the long run for them. Um, you know, Xbox had to find some place. Like you can't tell them like, hey. You know, we're going to put it on OneDrive and everything. Oh, <laughs> like it's, you got to put drive. it where people are looking at. <laughs> so I, I think the Instagram, Facebook on that side is I was rather I would have rather they did Twitter. I was thinking about that. Like it I would have yeah. rather seen them partner with Periscope um, personally. Yeah. But, you know, Periscope probably wasn't interested. In, neither yeah. was Twitter. Facebook's I mean, got all the money in the world. So next Periscope week, PlayStation's going to announce Play Live, the new yeah. streaming service for PlayStation 5. Play Live, PlayStation 5. So <laughs> let's take this from a streamer perspective, though. So I, I agree, much like Josh does with Donnie's statement that, you know, the future is coming and what's going to happen is going to be press play to play this game on Stadia, on X, XCloud, on whatever the case is. Streamers would be real pissed about that. I think they're excited about it. A lot of the features, at least on the Stadia side, a lot of the features that they said that they were 
promised at the beginning were like streamer specific and like hey you could set up parties or pools for your watchers to join you right in the game play instantly no party setup no chat no be friends click this that button works, but if you're taking views away to have somebody go play the game instead and not watch you mm. that could be a problem like that's going to take money away from streamers yeah so like i get i get microsoft won't care because they're not making money off facebook gaming as far as who's streaming on it but from a streamer perspective, it'd be like, well, I don't want people watching my stream and then being taken away from it to go do something. Well, at the Dr. Disrespect level, like when you're watching Dr. Disrespect, like you're not really interested in playing. You're watching him because you're watching him. Yeah. yeah. I think it's more of a marketing, just putting the option in front of people. Yeah. If it's there, like a logo, it just there, keeps them not. reminding that that's possible. It's possible yeah. to click this button and play a game and keeps them. It's mind share. That's all. It's just marketing. Makes sense. Okay. Um, so Series X implications then. Yeah, we won't know until we see the new dashboard thing. Um, to be honest with you, and I know, like, I don't think a lot of people agree with me. If they left it out completely and just left the Twitch app, I would actually be fine because that's all yeah. I've really ever wanted to use. I've never really, I tried Mixer a few times. I do agree that it was easy and I do agree that it was better, but I never committed to Mixer. That's not where people know to find me. Sure. I, I pulled Mixer out of our restream today. Like, like the moment they were like, it's over. I was like, we're, well, we're done. I only stream to Mixer for Coach Mo. Like, that's the only reason yeah. I stream because he would watch Shaq on Mixer, Mixer. That's the only reason. So to me, I this doesn't impact me at all. I would like an integrated solution like PlayStation where I can put in my own account and stream wherever I want. And uh, Xbox being the console of choice and giving players the choice, that's what I would expect from them. And anything less than that, would be a disappointment so this just clicked in my head too so sorry to go away from the notes here so microsoft retains the tech yeah for if they're going to use what it, they doing with it it's the microsoft teams right but so we have we're talking about the flaws in these other options and microsoft has technology speaking wise a better option but now nobody's going to utilize it well, somebody could maybe license it but i mean at right. the google like Am- part of the deal at maybe. the google amazon level they're trying to better it. You know, like they don't want to license anything Microsoft. They want to build their own thing better. Right. That's so. my point. Like, I don't understand why they didn't just sell it to Facebook gaming as part of that deal. Just saying, well, here's also the tech to improve your product. You, you, you're getting more exposure. You got those billion people. Sure. And here's better technology than what you have today. I think would be a better you're giving the mind. streaming part of this technology way more uh, consideration than it, than it warrants. I think, I, mean, I, I think Microsoft Teams and chat apps and things like that for Microsoft products is a bigger use of this technology than mm. streaming and Facebook streaming and gaming ever could be. That's fair. I did take a look at Facebook's gaming like capabilities from a streamer perspective to see how complicated it is the setup and whatnot. And it's baked in stuff doesn't seem super great and actually is a little convoluted. However, you can just do if you're using something like a restream or or in, in an OBS or anything like that. If you have that technology capability, you can just put in the stream key and it'll just push. Uh, but that doesn't make it easy for people who aren't super experienced, who don't have the tech, or don't you know want Elgato or or whatever, or aren't streaming off their PC. Like that takes that away a little bit too. Do you know but, if they have any sort of video on demand stuff like YouTube? You have the option to have it post to your Facebook account. Yes, let's stay for. Or you can have it disappear when you're done. Um, but once again, who's watching VOD on Facebook? It's going to show up as a post. I don't know if it's. Yeah, there's no like profile with all of your streams. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's look, YouTube's a monster. 
<laughs> and it's every bit of monster that that um, Facebook is. And I think both of them and I don't know this to say, but I, I would think in just in terms of reaching people, you can talk about all we want about certain customers, and everything reaching people, YouTube and Facebook probably have a, a big leg up on Twitch. Yeah. But Twitch is where this dedicated practice happens. They have the right people. And uh, that's that's the thing that made that Amazon acquisition a big deal. Um, so, yeah, I, I like Xbox just opening it up um, mm-hmm. personally. Uh, I, I will give them kudos. It seems like Facebook is making it very easy to onboard people. Um, they're also streamlining Mixer partners, people that were affiliates um, with Facebook affiliation. And that's good. But the transaction is super quick. You just literally log into your like if you have a Facebook account, you log in, you go to Facebook gaming. It says welcome from Mixer. But if you click a button, it will pull your Mixer account from oh. your computer and instantly make it I should do a that. Facebook thing. So, so it's they all put in some work and everything. Right That's good. Yeah, they, they definitely have it to pull you over. Like I said, using it isn't as easy uh, as Mix- like Mixer. It was very straightforward how to get up and go. Uh, Facebook is not. But you know, whatever. Once again, it depends on the user, really. Um, but yeah, they did make the transition super easy for those that are in the process of doing so. Well, that's good. That's good. Good on them. And uh, I would say sorry to see Mixer go, but I, to be honest, again, I really don't care. <laughs> Just, this is really a non-issue <laughs> for me. I was never loyal to Mixer, so. Fair enough. All right, let's let's move on. There's been some Marvel Avengers news. Um, over the last couple of days, they announced if you get... Uh, it will get an Xbox Series X free upgrade. So if you have a PS5 and Xbox Series X uh, and you get either of them this holiday, you can transfer your player profiles and progression to pick up right where you left off. Uh, the action adventure game will also support cross-generation play. So you can continue playing with friends whether they upgrade or not. Uh, the upgrades will feature both the graphics and performance mode. Uh, supposedly, I don't know about this, a 4K 60 frame. That's what they said <laughs> the performance mode was. The performance yep. mode was 4K60. That makes me wonder what is the graphics mode. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be 8K, but run at 10 yeah. frames per second. Well, I think it would yeah. still be 4K, but maybe it's like 4K30, and it just has a lot more fidelity and stuff on screen. That was 4K30 one of the things. Locked. One of the things that I noticed with uh, Hellblade is the it has a graphics as a resolution mode, but then it has an, an enriched visuals mode on Xbox One X. And what the enriched visuals does is it adds all of these like video effects and particle effects and foliage that wasn't there. And you can actually, when you click it, you can actually watch it load in, like it just pops into this into the game right away. Um, it's kind of made playing the game differently because like uh, we've all played Hellblade, right? The original. Nope. Um, Oh no, really? I have it like on two different platforms, but I haven't played it. Yet. <laughs> oh man. Uh it's crazy because she sees these visions. She has these yeah. visions where she talks to somebody. And when I played them the first time, you still see it. It's like a video that's layered over the gameplay. But now it's a video that's layered over the gameplay with like all these glitch and graphics and like, you know, like text effects and stuff that are happening around it. So it, it just kind of ups it a little. Oh, cool. So it's JJ Abrams mode of lens yes. Okay. Yes. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then today uh, they did do a Marvel Avengers War Room or War Table. What do they yeah. call it, Josh? War, War Table. War Table, War table. Uh, presentation where I guess every month they're going to do some stuff. And they're going to show some different uh, features of the game as it, as it leads up to launch. And they showed uh, a lot. <laughs> they did show a lot today. It was like, And it was pretty quick. It wasn't wasn't more than a half an hour, I think, of the actual presentation. But yet we got new story trailers, new gameplay trailers, um, they talked a bit about the different features and the upgrade capabilities of the characters, all the stuff that really we didn't know about, 
you know, we've always been wondering, and they kind of even said in the presentation, like, you might be wondering what kind of game this is. And yeah. we all have been. And <laughs> it's, I mean, there's been some back and forth on, on, on Discord today, but Josh's mm-hmm. initial gut reaction, I, I agreed with for the most part, was that it's really like Destiny Anthem-ish kind I of. Stick to that. I so I, I laugh because when they showed it at E3 and I was like, oh, no. What did I say? I was like, guys, it's Destiny. And then what do we have for like a month and a half? I had Discord tell me over and over again, it's not Destiny, Donnie. It's single player game. I'm like, I'm telling you, they didn't just say all that if it wasn't going to be Destiny. It isn't a game of service. So I would say that in that aspect. So I think Devin is the, the, the perfect example. Devin is, we've all played Destiny, but Devin is a Destiny player. Yeah. yeah. And he, it, and he immediately took insult to that. And I get, I get why he did because like destiny is precious to Devin. It used to be to me, it's not anymore, but that's why I could still see destiny in that gameplay because it definitely has the destiny style events in, and like bot, like I don't, I want to call them boss fights, but like strikes from destiny. Mm -hmm. They like, like, they bear a, like a, an alarming resemblance to them <laughs> in a good way. So when I right. say it, I just mean in the sense that it's it's loot loop based, multiplayer focused. Well, no, loot so it's is not in it, but I don't know that it's focused. Yeah, multiplayer is definitely not focused. The entire campaign is single player. Okay, um, there are separate modes that are multiplayer. Are the campaign? Uh, is that the focus is that the core part of the game or is it like yeah. an EA like situation is, is where the core part and there'll be extra modes added in with extra characters so like in the game like we all know that there's more characters coming but the campaign is only going to feature those characters we know okay uh, the multiplayer events are where other characters can come in and be tied in but they're not part of this narrative uh this narrative is strictly miss marvel uh hulk thor iron man and black widow so then my next question i would have to ask you guys is you are you expecting a what i would call hmm a full single player experience. Yes. Based on yeah, it definitely seems like that's the focus. All that upgrading, everything you saw, Donnie, is is you're upgrading each of those Avengers yourself. Okay. And you're yeah. equipping them because you will play as them at different points. There's not necessarily swapping. If you saw the menu when they were selecting the missions, some missions will let you select from two or three characters, and some of them like you know you are playing as Iron Man in this level. Like this was designed. Gotcha. Yeah. So no, I, like, I didn't watch today's. I didn't watch today's presentation because I, okay. to be honest with you, I haven't s- talked. I haven't watched anything about this game since yeah. it first unveiled because I thought I kind of had a pretty good peg on it. But as long as it's single player focused, and then like optional extra stuff, mm-hmm. I'm still in it. I'll play because I I like the Marvel. I want a superhero around with everybody. But yeah. um, that was my concern. It was like, oh, this is a never ending loop game. And yeah. that's the point. No, and I'm it, like, I'm it not. It has a complete story for sure. Because um, okay. they even unveiled the main villain, which is AIM and MODOK are, are the villain you're going up against. So the multiplayer modes may introduce different villains and different narratives in the multiplayer mode. But the, the, it is a full fledged singer, single player campaign with separate events specifically for multiplayer. If you go uh, to so YouTube, I think, I think it's going to. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, it's going to launch as a complete game. You're going to get your whole narrative, Donnie. But then in the future, as the game continues to evolve and grow, those are going to be the multiplayer effects. Mm-hmm. So if you're just in it to find the story and play as the Avengers, cool. You can do it, buy the game, play it, trade it in, be done with it. But if you want to stick around and enjoy this world and this gameplay that they've created, you can stick around and do it multiplayer because your characters will... So will you pay extra for these events or will they have like paid expansions in the future? I think that... I don't know, actually. I thought I remember initially they said that the extra characters. 
They got to make money somehow. They can't just keep creating content for the game, you know, indefinitely. I don't remember. I don't want to say. I thought they mentioned before buying characters separately afterwards, but they were okay. all for multiplayer purposes. Like they weren't okay. going to give you an. an I'm okay with that. Narrative. I'm yeah. okay with that. Okay. Yeah, if if you go to YouTube, you don't even have to watch the whole event because they posted individual trailers, like story trailer, um, co-op trailer, and then. Um, Ooh, how about local then, co-op? Uh, I don't know. I don't think there's local co-op. It's definitely a full screen event. Okay. Kind of thing. Um, I think like Kevin was saying, there was like things they focused on, like um, they, they call them hero missions. Yep. And those like, have, did you play Anthem, Donnie? You played Anthem. Yeah. We yeah, played yeah. It together. I had the Colossus, if you, man. If you think of up. the Anthem map, like okay. when you go to free mode. Yep. Their map kind of looks like that, except it's full of missions. Oh, so, so it's, it's what Anthem wanted to be. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. It's, it's, like it. Yeah. So you I'm can, down like, for that. I wanted to like move Anthem. over these like literal AM icons to, for the different missions, and you can at least what they showed so far, um, you can do that. And then when they show co-op, they literally just show like um, the Avengers in like the Quinjet, and they're just kind of like a lot like they show Hulk like lounging on the floor of the jet with his arm up and that's where your character select screen is. So you're bringing in your Avenger with whatever gear you've given them and whatever level they are. When you do co-op missions up to four players. Sounds more like Diablo. Yeah. That's what Devin was kind of saying. It has a, uh, people compare Diablo to a lot of things. So I just, I don't think I can objectively do that because I don't think it's like many other games. Mm, that's uh, fair. Just because of, just in general, I don't know. It's just, I think, my issue. But, um, yeah, I think, well, it'll be interesting to see where they go with character balancing and how that works. Like, if if Kevin's a level 35 and I'm a level 12, we don't really know how that's going to work yet. Um, but, and, and I can't imagine they don't in, do DLC. They I, If they did seasons, it would definitely be more like, Diablo or Destiny, um, but I, I would imagine just that. yeah, I, I'd imagine just be more like um, individual DLCs. But yeah, so what what's going to happen is the Marvel's Avengers will have an evolving campaign. The game is planned to grow with post-launch updates, which will add in new story missions and even new playable characters for free. However, and I forgot about this until I researched it. They did mention there are microtransactions, Donnie, in the game uh, for exclusive. Um, skins for your characters like they'll be you can you can earn a bunch in game but there'll also be some available for purchase only so that's going to be how they make their ongoing money okay um but the additional characters being added will be free as well as uh new missions being added for free based around those new characters so i know in the initial launch they talked about hank pam ant-man coming uh, and that there would be special missions for him so i think that's how they do it like every time they add a new character yes he's used in multiplayer but they'll give a couple story missions just to kind of introduce him into the fold Okay. Also, the pre-order comes with a bunch of skins. Um, yes, I did the pre. I I pre-ordered the deluxe edition today, um, and honestly, just based off of what we saw, like it really gave me confidence in a game I really thought was going to be terrible. Yeah, <laughs> they, they did rework the character bad. models. So, like all that first initial groans we had about how the characters looked in that first trailer, they do look better. Okay. Uh, this time around, I think for sure, uh, Iron Man most and Iron Man uh, Thor, Thor most noticeably looked oh, yeah. a lot better than he did in the initial trailers. Well, there's also a major spoiler in the story trailer today. You two have one, one me that over, we didn't already know. Won me over quite a bit. 
Yeah, it looks great, Donnie. I'll be honest with you. I don't. Yeah. I don't want to spoil it, Kev. So I don't want to say. Kev, it. are you, are you buying this? Message me separate. Huh? Are you buying this? We already bought it. It's already pre-ordered. All right. So <laughs> we have it. we have in game share. Awesome. I'll be there. Yep. I I'm gonna be the big Iron Man. I want to be the tank, just like Anthem. I want to run and blow stuff. Or blow stuff up. Hulkbuster did make an appearance in the trailer. Yes. I did, I did not doesn't... buy the deluxe bundle, so we don't get the additional skins. But you guys just raise my enthusiasm by saying the Hulkbuster is going to be there like tenfold. Yep. Oh, something it. that I should mention that I was actually excited about is they have um, team combos. Yes. So like uh, even like the main character Miss Marvel, she was like, like um, what did she say? Like Miss Marvel smash and Kamala Hulk, smash. I think she Kamala said. smash and like Hulk picks her up and like smashes her on the bad guys. Yeah. So they have like these like and then he goes everybody smash like yeah comment up but so there's like they have these two like these team up co-op attacks that you can do together too, which just seems really cool. Basically it's ultimate Alliance, Donnie, but it yeah. looks a whole lot better, but it's 3d ultimate and Alliance fighting. Meets infamous. And, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. I'm back in. You guys, if you guys have won me over, this sounds pretty awesome. It did look, it did look. Kev bought the game. So I'll buy the skins. I don't mind buying skins. I bought skins <laughs> in all kinds of games. It's not a problem. That's true. I, mean, I don't think this is, don't, don't get me wrong. I don't think this game is going to be like a nine out of 10 as far as reviews go, but I think this is going to be one that's good and it's a lot of fun to play, which is yeah, probably. Yeah, my fear is it was just like a never ending, it was his destiny. That was my fear. When they first started talking about it, I was like, oh no. <laughs> no, it doesn't, doesn't seem that way after seeing it. Like, no, just destiny in the, in the regards of how you uh, get different skins and that gives your character different abilities and there's different weapons. There's like legendary equipment you can get. Um, there's skill tree upgrades similar to like what Anthem had. So, like, that's kind of the, the similarities there, not necessarily, and in gameplay, I feel like a little bit seems to have that kind of feel, but not necessarily in the scope of like this game will never end. Cool. Um, it, it, the narrative of it will in fact end and only be extended through additional characters, which isn't really going to be adding to that main narrative. It's going to be more of like a side story for that person. Awesome. I'm sure Jack will love it. And uh, I'll definitely play around and blow some stuff up. Gotta be Iron Man, man. Can I drink as Iron Man? Like, can I, I mean, Iron Man drinks. Right. I can I, can I be to. drunk Iron Man on the party? Yeah. That'd be Probably, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Coach um, Mole do steroids while being the Hulk, you know. There you go. <laughs> uh, guys, we got some new Game Pass updates today. Mm. Um, if you guys didn't know, West of Dead was available in Game Pass last week. If you guys don't know what that is, I played the beta of that last E3 when it was shown. I released a little limited beta. That is um, oh, yeah. the Ron Perlman game. It's kind of like Ghost Rider. It's procedurally generated, kind of like a Hotline Miami type thing. Um, where you go around, you pick up guns, you fight your way out of it, and he's kind of telling the story. Uh, Does he Ron... Ted Cruz in it? <laughs> <laughs> um, the next game that came out is Night Call. I'm just going to pass over on that one. Um, <laughs> Night Call, Kev, I want to say is hashtag Lucas game. Um, it seems like it. Yeah, I, I'm real interested in this one. I'm going to download it. Out of the list, this is the one I'm definitely going to play. I'm going to play West of Dead again. West of Dead, like the ba- like the demo was hard, so I'm not exactly sure. I'm not, like, I'm not eager to download it and get it back into it. Uh, but Night Call, you, you drive around. It's like this noir um, Paris as like a taxi cab driver, and people jump in, and you drive them to their destination, and you kind of unsolve mysteries as they tell you their bits and pieces of fragments and stuff of that so um, i think that one's pretty cool observation is an awesome scary spooky game if you guys haven't heard about that one by the way i'm not going to bring this up as a news story but the folks that make that the folks that also make the medium that's coming xbox series x exclusive Mm. apparently they're for sale Um, there's some rumors going around so xbox folks if you're listening you can go look them up they're for sale 
just putting that out there. Like if we, if we start hearing about more uh, studio acquisitions, don't be surprised if maybe that's one I'm of them. I'm trying to remember if Observation was the one I played. Because there was one I played recently that I'm like, oh, this seems like it's going to be like Left 4 Dead. But instead, it was like a floaty zero gravity puzzle game. That's not abs- no. Observation. Observation more like <sighs> Silent Hill, but that might be giving it too much. It's more like um, Layers of Fear, like um, kind of like that. Kevin gifted it to me like two Halloweens ago, and I played it for a couple hours on stream. It's good. Um, I said Kevin gifted to me. I meant Sean. I was going to say, Sean gifted to me. Sorry. (laughs) Um, It it was pretty good. I never finished it, but it was pretty good. It was definitely spooky, and I understand where they're going. I'm sorry? Did you play that on your porch on your live stream? Yeah. Okay. I was playing live stream. Yeah. So, like, you're chased by, like, the schoolish, like, ring type figure, and you hide in the lockers and stuff like that. It's kind of like that. Observation? Right? It's literally in space. You're an Hang astronaut. Hang on a second. Hang on. That's so I'm like, what are you talking about? Let me look it up. What camera are you thinking? Hold it's on. from Devolver Digital. Maybe I have the wrong one. Are you thinking of The Observer? Observer. Oh, That's a different game. Kevin, I bought my this bad. game on Steam. My bad. Yeah, I was thinking of The Observer. Oh, man. And the I reason, I'm sorry, I just read that because I've been following this Bloober team rumor of them being sale, them being sold and acquired by another company the whole time. So my bad. Shoot. I just bought this game on Epic Store, not Steam. And now I feel like I wasted money. Uh, Uh, Observation is um, 2001, but you play Hal. Okay. It's awesome. Uh, You play the spaceship and you are... uh, it's. I don't want to say anything. It's okay. All right. No, this very is very cool. Did not like this, but yeah, now, it's definitely not what Donnie was describing. I don't know <laughs> bad, how guys. this translates to an Xbox controller. I feel like mouse and keyboard is the way to play this game. So actually, I tomorrow I'm excited to download this for Xbox because I want to see the difference. Um, I recommend people check out Observation. Okay. Uh, if you are like me in a like love 2001 or even the idea of a space yeah. station being evil. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's like that. It has like a, um, you're this, this astronauts on your station trying to figure out what happened. And you're basically trying to, uh, maybe, maybe obstruct that. Maybe not. Who knows? Uh, yeah, it's very cool. Um, even just check out the trailer. I think the trailer will tell you if this is your kind of game or not because uh um so far it's been a little difficult but a lot fun okay okay <laughs> a lot <Yeah>. of fun <laughs> i'm looking at the trailer now yeah this is way off when i was thinking my bad guys <laughs> i've been chasing these there's some there's a couple studio rumors that i've been kind of following. Although i think observer yeah. is also on game pass so <clears throat> observer is awesome. think you can play either one uh streets of rogue and then also the messenger makes its way to xbox and launches into game pass and that's a pretty awesome game it's streets of rage donnie is it no it's it's streets of rogue okay Okay. wait a second it's already in there um leaving june 30th end of the month here okay battlefleet gothic armada leaves pc die for valhalla leaves pc life is strange 2 leaves console if you want to play that game get it in before it Gets out of here at the end of the month. Metal Slug X, Metro Exodus, that can go. Neon Chrome, <laughs> Shadow Tactics, Steam World Dig 2, and The Flame and the Flood all leave console and PC. So games come in, games leave. We already know that No Man's Sky is coming in, some other ones. So those are your um, Game Pass updates so far. Now, 
Did you gentlemen check out the ID and Xbox stuff that happened today? Just the post you posted in Discord. That's all I got a chance to look at. So this is interesting. And I think it's because I'm going to give them a little credit here instead of tearing them down. I think the reason this was like so kind of on the on the, off the cuff is because a lot of these games are featured in like the Gorilla Collective and the stuff in the stream. Oh, okay. So I don't think they made a big deal about it because it was saying a lot of the same things. Also, a lot of the games did not get dates, nor did they get Game Pass or any sort of up. It's literally just kind of a promotion for the for the games. Hmm. So I think that's another reason why they probably didn't make a big deal about it. But over at the Xbox Wire, you can watch. ID at Xbox summer game highlight where they've posted six videos of indie games of over 30 games that are coming to Xbox. And I watched them all. They're about seven minutes a piece, I think, give or take. And they are really cool um, in the sense that they have the actual indie dev kind of give you their two minute pitch on the game. So the trailer starts rolling and they go, Hey, I'm so-and-so from whatever game this is. And let me tell you a little bit about my game. And then like an, like a Nintendo direct, they just cut to the next game. The next game, it's very short. It's very concise. There is no fluff. There's no on-screen personality. There's no transition or anything. It is just trailer, 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 trailer. Um, so I really enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I did write down some standouts for me and I've got a couple that I would plug for some staff members. So, um, standouts for me. These are games you already know. Call of the Sea, which we saw at Inside mm-hmm. Xbox. Yep. Carrion, which is the Dol- Devolver Digital where you basically yep. you play as the alien. That game looks amazing. Aerie and the Secret of Seasons. This is a 3D exploration light combat game where the character has the ability to change the season in the room or the environment that you're in to complete the puzzles to go forward. So maybe you have a big chasm in your way and you turn it to spring, which makes it rain, which causes a flood, which lets you swim across things kind of like that. I thought it was kind of a neat, I didn't think the game looked great, but it was a really cool kind of idea. Um, our buddy, Eric Schrader from the Everspace team over there, like we met at Momocon, yep. he was on this today talking about Everspace 2. Yep. Everspace 1 looked incredible on console. Everspace 2 looks equally incredible on console. Here's the exciting part, guys. Everspace 2 is no longer a rogue procedural game. It is a single-player shooter RPG. Oh, so nice. They have a whole campaign and everything. That's the focus of the second game. I thought a lot of people might be excited to hear that. That's awesome. We got to see the Ascent again. And then uh, the last one I'd like to throw out is Wintermore Tactics Club, hashtag Garrett Game. That is a strategic, um, you know, strategic kind of virtual novel sim dating type thing it's kind of like the name alone i knew it was a garrett game it's like it's like fire emblem kind of it was was like a a comic-y geeky kind of fire emblem which i thought was kind of cool um okay there's a game called Spellbreak that i did put down as a recommendation for kevin and maybe devin um from the gameplay and everything it's like Fortnite, except you're everybody's a mage so you can drop down, everybody can fight each other, except you can throw up like a wall of fire. You can make it rain lightning. And so it's more like that. It's a little crazier, but I thought you might like it. Interesting. Kevin, there's a game called Trash Sailors <laughs> <laughs> where you and up to four of your friends get on this boat and you swim through this list. You sail through this, you know, murky storm, just catching trash and stuff that comes out the way that you use to repair your ship and make it keep going further so you can survive the storm has this very grungy paper kind of cartoon aesthetic yeah. like a newspaper cartoon aesthetic kind of thing uh, i thought that one might get you um cool. 
Dead Static Drive is a game that I marked down for Kevin and Josh. Um, Dead Static Drive is it's it's a survival game first and foremost. You go out there in the world and you try to survive. Um, kind of has it's it's hard to explain. <laughs> Um, actually, so I just found an article. I was just searching up so I could take a look at it, and the headline is "Dead Static Drive, aka Grand Theft Cthulhu." Like, yeah, well, yes. that's what they called it. That's exactly <laughs> what they called it. It is very much kind of like I don't know if I call it open world. It might be, but it's it's very explorative. Um, and these monsters and things come up, and you have to survive. And they've got all these like environmental physics puzzles and things that you do to do it. Um, and there's some light combat and stuff like that. That stuff looked really good. Kevin, there's a game in the world called Cake Bash. Hashtag Heaven Game. Um, you like get a guy to get that where you you sprinkle your own desserts and you bash each other off the top of the cake and everything. Uh, that was pretty fun. And then the last one I put down was Shajoran Sword. I hope I got that right. Uh, seven, and that is a samurai game, and it kind of looks like a Dreamcast game, which is why I put it down for hashtag Devin Game. You might like it. I got to get Kevin's board game creds pack. It's Cthulhu, buddy. <laughs> I know. I realized after I said it. I, like, oh. <laughs> I, gotta, I have to have you now. <laughs> <I know. laughs> um, it's a crazy game, that Dead Static Drive. Um, I've never really gotten into like a survival game. Like I like, um, you know, like I like the horror games where you're, you're like resource inventory managers, you know, like Resident Evil. Like I don't call that the same thing as like what this game is. This is a game is like yeah. survival. You got to find a place to, to sleep. You got to find things to eat. You got to find friends. Your friends will turn on you. Like they kind of went through all of that in the trailer. I was like, I don't know about it for me, but if it comes to game pass, I would definitely play it. Um, again, none of these games were really dated. Um, some of them are coming out in the summer. Some of them are coming out this year. Some of them are coming out next year. Not, I didn't see anything in all of my trailers, uh, watching any like game pass tags or anything like that either. So I think that's why they probably just kind of, put up a post today about some trailers and some videos. They didn't make a big deal about it. Um, for that reason, I don't think anything had dates or anything. So they didn't want to, you know, give it too much fanfare. So I ask you about, which one? Cake bash. I'm watching the trailer. Uh, I told you. <laughs> hashtag Kevin game. Cake bash. So I'm five minutes into number one spotlight. Number one. And everything looks good. Why didn't they promote this? Again, I think because they don't have dates and it's not Game Pass. And because yeah, but- it, a lot of these games are already into, um, like I said, the Gorilla Collective and, and all, the Gorilla Initiative and all of that. Like a lot of them are already getting promotion. So Xbox just kind of wanted to, to help. This is where this whole no E3 and this everybody's doing a digital showcase thing is, is kind of falls apart. Gamers. So to find and follow everything is, is weird. Like, like I'd be more apt to watch something that Xbox puts out than I am to watch the Gorilla Cult initiative collective whatever yeah. it was like hands down so in my head i'm like yeah i'm gonna see it at, through id at xbox before i'm gonna see it there but so let me ask you a question if they did 30 or 40 minutes if they did 30 minute video of all these indies that didn't have dates and weren't labeled for game pass would you be upset because i, I kind of think you would i mean i can see I, that future I like, I, like <laughs> this, I like this three seven minute things but like as someone who's always on the internet i did not know this existed until you told us about it why didn't i know about this four days ago so when i knew i was home when this was happening (laughs) i I mean that's that's the no e3 thing uh (laughs) and josh you are right the first one kicked off um by the way kevin with um skatebird and you have like it kicks off with megan fox (laughs) and she says like we wanted to not make the this Megan Fox, not the Megan. <laughs> She's oh, okay. uh, from like, from the developer. There's a, the developer's name Megan Fox, and so they said that they got the idea because they saw a GIF of actual birds skateboarding, and then they they missed 90 skateboarding games, so they wanted to make one. 
Yeah, that's what um, TikTok is doing to people. They're creating games like Skatebird. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm all excited about Skatebird. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I'm all for some Skatebird. Get Tony Hawk coming out. Literally. And I'm going to play them both. Skatebird. I'm literally going to play them both. Dude, yeah, Skatebird looks dope. But your point about the, hey, no no Game Pass, no release dates. I mean, Nintendo does it with the Indie World Showcase sometimes. They don't always have dates on stuff. They just say, But a sooner. lot of them do, and at least a lot of them are like, soon. You know, they really like there is don't get me wrong. There is usually like one or two that we've still been waiting on like years later. Mm-hmm. But a lot of them are dated for like the current, you know, quarter, you know, you like April or summer or fall. I say, yeah. And plus a lot of these two as you're given names. The first thing that comes up are all PC versions of it. So mm-hmm. with Xbox kind of joining that PC ecosphere, mm-hmm. it's really so different. So. I think that's why they didn't make a big deal about it. I think that's why they just put it up. They did tweet about it. It is on their YouTube, you know, so like they gave it a little promotion. They're trying to promote indie devs for those of us that follow. But again, it's not a, that it, it wasn't an event. And yeah. uh, who knows if this is kind of what that June thing that like, everybody was thinking about. Yeah, maybe maybe this that would have been, yeah. yeah maybe true. this would have been it. Maybe they kind of redid. I don't know. And that's probably better because they would have got bashed again for having yet another showcase. They would have gotten killed over this. Xbox. Kevin would have been true. first here with his, with his mob pitchfork. <laughs> <laughs> What are they thinking? I want Phil Spencer's head on a pike. He'd be like, why are you showing me Skatebird? Where's Series X? That's exactly what would have happened. You know where I saw Skatebird? On the Nintendo Switch, Phil. Blame you. Wow. Well, it probably will be on the Switch. It is. Oh, it, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's where I first saw it was in a Switch trailer. I saw it first at the Kind of Funny Game Showcase last E3. That's what, Yeah, that's probably where I saw it. Was. But I think they announced it was for the Switch back then, but yeah. Um. All right, let's move on. We're going a little bit long here. So it's time for the Xbox One question, which is aptly so named because Josh, it's about the Xbox One, and it's Josh, only one question. You, yeah. see, you see what we did there? I did. Yeah, I saw I what you did. I, I, was too sure. busy, I was too busy thinking about every, every podcast I'm on, I make it go long. <laughs> no, we knew this we, one was going to be long. I know. That was just we me. spent the first 20 minutes arguing about Mixer and didn't even let you talk. So, of course, it was going to go long. Well, listen, sometimes when I come on a podcast with you and Donnie, I don't talk much. I just prepare for that ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just get a front row seat to the fight and you get to see just, it before yeah, anybody else gets I, to hear. I know what to expect. Josh, I'll yeah, start coming in like, let's get it on. <laughs> just Josh is the referee in this situation. That's what it really is. Um, all right. So the first, the first question, the only question. Because <laughs> hey, that's just Josh, I just got a flashback earlier. Josh was like, "Both of you made good points. I agree with you both." <laughs> yeah, I'm a conscientious objector. I'm like, uh, you both. Yeah, there's good people on both sides. <laughs> it would have been better if you told us we were both wrong. Like first off, I don't Kevin, know what the hell either one of you were thinking. You're also wrong because of this. Instead of taking the positive way and saying what you agreed with us, you should have went the opposite way and said, "I disagree with Kevin because of this, and I don't like what Donnie said about well, this." This isn't PSVG Prime. There you go. I was about to say that's the Kevin. <laughs> Very good, Josh. Very right. Josh. Uh, yeah, I saved that for board with everything and and uh, <laughs> PSVG Prime and off the mic. <laughs> that's true. All right. So our one question comes from the Egg Shen Zach Bradshaw. Do you think Halo will pivot and be a giant single-player game with additional multiplayer elements, perhaps following the Sony path in this instance? Uh, Halo Twitter account dropped a Halo Infinite teaser today, a video featuring a warning from the banished uh, Splinter faction of the Covenant. Uh, They state, the hour approaches, forces occupy the ring. Within hours, it will be under our control. Humanity will burn. The brazen defiance will be all but a memory. No more prophets, no more lies. We stand together, brothers to the end. We are his will. We are his legacy. We are the banished. 
I legit had to look up who the banished <laughs> were. Yeah, yeah, they're from Halo Wars two back in twenty seventeen. Everybody, so if you that game play, everyone played. Yep. If you didn't play the tactical Halos, yeah. you might be wondering exactly what Donnie wondered. I mean, look, I've played the actual Halos, and I still wondered. Like, I don't know. Like, you know, there's a part. All right, so I want to. I want to start by answering by saying that I wish that I was a bigger Halo fan. I, I, I hate that. I chair our Xbox podcast and I really don't care about Halo. Um, and that's just me being honest. I've played one and two and three with the Master Chief collection. Um, last week we were playing ODST uh-huh. and uh, I got to tell you, it's kind of funny to play ODST. I think now, cause it's kind of cartoony in a way like, yeah. uh, you know, which I kind of appreciate it. I was like, this is kind of funny, but at the same time I was like, I really don't like nothing about playing ODST so far has really grabbed me. The only Halo game that I think grabbed me that I really, that I would say I enjoyed was Reach. And I don't know. Best Halo game. Oh, you agree? Yeah. I think ODST is the least Halo-y game and Reach is the best Halo game. So I'm, I'm at least I'm happy to say that I like Reach. That's the only one I'd actually go out and tell you like, oh, I love this game. Like I could Mm -hmm. live without the other. So I'm a little, you know, I hate that. I, I know there's a lot, a lot of Halo love out there, and, and I don't share it. So I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I just, I'm not going to act like it. I just never got into Halo. Um, Zach, no. Okay, it's not going to be a single player focus game. I am hoping, though, that they do land the campaign because that's where Halo starts. Halo will start to kind of turn around if they nail the campaign. Most people loved Halo 5's multiplayer. Most people, most Halo fans that I follow and that I listen to, and there are many, they love Halo 5's multiplayer. They claim it's the best in the series, if not one of the best, and one of the best multiplayer games you can play ever. Everybody loathe the campaign. So they need to nail the campaign. Does that need to does that mean that it needs to be the focus of the game? Like the overall game? I don't think so. It just needs to be good. They need to nail and land the single player campaign. And I'm interested in seeing what they do. Um I don't know anything about the banish, so today's news doesn't care for me at all. But when they showed us the teasers at E3, the last two, those teasers were intriguing. The world that they show looked cool. Like, I, I'm interested. But Halo loses me a lot because of its, and I feel like this is the part where Halo fans might get really angry with kind of how I think of Halo. Halo loses me a lot because of its extended lore and its legacy and all of the factions and the covenant and the ring. And it's like, I don't, I really don't understand any of this. It's like, I'm ready for a new beginning for Halo. Like for the love of God, I think Halo needs a reboot. Let's get everybody back on the same ground, you know, like on the same page and let's kind of build from there. Um, at least in my opinion. And I don't know how fans of the series might feel about that statement, but that's kind of where I am. I, I, I don't want to have to have played seven other games, a hundred thousand hours to understand what the hell's going on. Well, yeah. then I have good news for you, Donnie. So my brother-in-law and I were actually talking about this recently because he's excited to see what they unveil when they, when they drop this. Cause he was a big halo person growing up multiplayer, a whole nine. And I, I kind of flat out told him that this is not going to be what you think it is at all. Like, if you're looking for the traditional Halo experience, I really don't think you're going to get it. I mean, it's which is good and bad because this will invite a new generation of players who don't care about the lore in the past or don't you know want to know the whole thing that happened before. And I think this is going to be a good jumping in point for a lot of folks. And it's mainly because, um, Josh, remind me, who who developed Halo before 343? Bungie. Bungie, yeah. That's right, right. And, and what game does Bungie make now? Destiny. Uh, Destiny. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That that's exactly what you're going to get with Halo Infinite. It's going to be Destiny. Um, Johnny, he said Josh. 
<laughs> it's, I just thought he be. said that because he thought I wouldn't know the answer. <laughs> no, 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 I was just setting up a joke, really. Um, it, you're going to get Destiny, where, yes, it will have a campaign, but I think this game is going to be you're playing just a, a, a trooper, and, yes, Master Chief will be in it, but he's going to act more as a, a character does in Destiny and just guide you on your missions and direct you where to go and this and that. And I think it's going to be, yes, you could play it by yourself, but it's a much better experience if you play with others. And I think that's the world they're building here. Hence the name infinite, even like just, it's not going to end. So it's going to be a game that if Halo players do connect with it, it'll go on forever potentially, which is a great marketing ploy, um, especially with game pass, but like, Oh no, you don't want to unsubscribe from game pass. Cause then you'll lose the Halo infinite pass or whatever. Um, sell a battle pass like you do with Fortnite and you get people still shelling out money if they didn't buy the game and you can create some multiplayer modes specific to the old traditional Halo ones where you know you fight the two different teams and go that way but I think largely the game is going to be Destiny mm, wow that's bold I only say that because a lot of the marketing so far has been so focused on Master Chief and, and I think that's the ploy because that, that's all they have I mean when you think about it, that's all the recognizable content you have is Master Chief and I think he'll play a part in it, but you're not playing as Master Chief. Hmm. I don't think that's just that's my prediction. I, I think Microsoft is taking a hard turn in this one to make it accessible for everybody and kind of follow that model of we need something to keep people hooked because that's that's the downside with Game Pass. When you think about it, so you can play a game and you can drop it and not even care because whatever it's on Game Pass. But if they have you engaged and continuing to come back over and over and over again, we won't drop it like we have with Sea of Thieves. We won't drop it like State of Decay. We won't drop it like Ori. Once you beat it, you're done with it. Like this is something to keep people coming back. And if they can sell a battle pass or a season pass or whatever case to keep players engaged, then that's that's going to be a win for them for one of these exclusives that, to be honest, and we've talked about before, they haven't had recently hmm. compared well, to Sony. You look at those. You know, but. First of all, I want to say Everspace 2 looks awesome. Yeah, it uh, does. Second of all, <laughs> um, I'm actually, I actually didn't even consider what Kevin's saying about Halo, um, and I really hope that that's not what it is. Uh, but I will say what I, what I was going to say before Kevin said that is I'm actually very worried about Halo Infinite okay. um, as a Halo fan um, because we don't really know, and it could be so many different things, but my biggest worry as a Halo campaign fan is that it's going to be focused on multiplayer because of the success the, the continual success of halo 5's multiplayer um and the success of halo multiplayer with the master chief collection even bringing back the old stuff and seeing how much people are playing it which i definitely have a lot of fun memories of halo multiplayer but i mean halo's changed a lot since I played it because before it would be we would get two Xboxes, two TVs, <laughs> and we would play four player legendary like mode, like like Halo. Party. And we would do it in a day, like the four of us, my brother, my myself and our two friends, we would sit down and we would play the Halos together until they eliminated that co op experience, at least the local yeah. And so now you need four consoles and, yep. you know, so they definitely have changed, but that's like kind of how the industry has changed. But the fact that we haven't really gotten anything but that one Master Chief trailer where he's just in at the very end mm -hmm. makes me think that we're in for more of an ODST game than we are in for a Halo 3 or, or 4 game. And I, I don't like that. 
I think that people have been missing Master Chief, right? Like we want a solid Master Chief story, but also I think where did where else do we where else does the story take Master Chief? How long can you have him be the protagonist in this story where he's literally a larger than life character in the Halo universe? He towers over um, ODST troopers, uh, which kind of like once they started introducing that, it became I think a little less believable. Yep. Um, so maybe they need to rebrand. Maybe Kevin's right. Maybe this is Master Chief is like Cade from Destiny. He's like the guy on the infinite who gives you missions and cheers you on like the old retired sergeant that you yep. never wanted. And I could see him jumping into missions with you, but I, I really, I really don't think you're going to be Master Chief in this. And yeah. to that respect, I actually kind of like where Kevin's going because for all of those Halo fans, like that multiplayer expenses experience is there. It's available. They've put in the work. It's there with the Master Chief Collection. Yeah. So I'm open to them doing some little new stuff. Like I would be open to Halo Battle Royale. Um, I would be open to season passes and, and a game that evolves with expansions versus sequels um, yep. like a Destiny. I think I'd be more open to it. And, you know, like maybe they could throw in, you know, a story, you know, mission here and there where you do go back in time and play as chief or, or something like that. Like there's a lot of things they could do. I just want the single player. Like when I bring my Xbox series X home on the day one and I plug in and I play halo, like I want to be engrossed in that story. Like, and that's the thing that I think Halo's never done for me. Cause it's like this, even when the story was good, it's not. Mm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been captivated by the story of halo. You know, it's Marines running around grunts like it's it's never been like Call of Duty or Gears or like the, you know, I never felt like those stakes. I never felt that. That's what I want. Like, I want to be invested into the story of what's going on. If they can do that as a single for me as a as a single player focused player, I'm more in line to maybe try out more of the multiplayer and stick around a little longer. Um, But if they don't nail that, if they don't nail the, the landing just to get in the onboarding is like all my experience with all the other halo games i'm probably not going to stick around yeah boom they, <laughs> they got that. Halo. everybody's <laughs> super excited about halo i i mean i am i am somewhat excited i think it's more of a curiosity like excitement because we don't know a whole lot and they've been putting so much work into it and knowing where they came from five like i just have this suspicion that like they're gonna do good you know it's not a bad studio it's not a bad developer like their quality like i have this weird inkling that's like man halo is going to be awesome <laughs> and i don't know if that's just optimism or like wanting to believe but i just feel like halo can't be bad that like that long like it can't possibly yeah know, it's halo <laughs> but i mean don't don't get me wrong my comments weren't saying that halo was gonna be bad like this no i'm sure. just saying i different I may actually play it longer if it was Destiny esque <laughs> and there was mission based narrative instead of just a campaign like, okay, sure. you go through level one, here goes level two. It's like, no, you get the map, you go to the planet you want to do, you do the mission you want to do, you can replay the missions if you want with friends. That might be a bigger hook for somebody like me. I know that's not your cup of tea, but that might be what they're going for, where it still has a narrative, sure. Like, there's still a narrative in Destiny for sure, but it was mm-hmm. a little disjointed. And, and that's why some people didn't gravitate towards it. But I think. That's the path it's going down, and I, I personally may enjoy it better that way because uh, I'm I, at this point Halo, like you said, it kind of needs to change. It needs to evolve. It was a great shooter, you know, it was a, it was a trailblazer back then. But the last couple experiences didn't change the game, and there were shooters that did it 
much better if you want to throw it down. So if they just keep going that same path, they're not going to win. Like Microsoft isn't going to win at this point unless they do something different, I, th- I think, with Halo to try and grab people back, you know, whether it's the old OG folks that want to keep playing it or get the bigger player base now. Like young kids, the Fortnite kids, let's throw it out there. Sure. The Fortnite <laughs> Apex kids, if they pick up Halo for the first time because this one's on Game Pass, it needs to hook them. Those are the people who are going to be playing it consistently forever. Not us, not you, not I that are going to drop in, play it, beat the campaign, put it down. Like these kids will keep playing forever, keep pumping money into it. They need to get that. So they need to evolve the game to appeal to that audience a little bit because just your standard level-based shooter is not grabbing that market share anymore. Yep. That's what we see with Call of Duty. Yep. Yep. That's very good, Kev. I did did good. (laughs) (laughs) Um. I mean that's that's probably it for the show. We went we went longer than than anticipated. We covered all the notes, covered all the news. I think so. Let's wrap things up. Josh, where can people find you? What else would you like to plug since you're here? Oh, uh, you know, you can find me around. Uh, I do a podcast <laughs> called Board of the Video Games. Uh, we talk about board games and video games, and usually uh, something for half an hour at the top of the show that isn't either of those two things. So if you're interested in also random stuff, just listen to the first part of our show. Uh, yeah. And then I'm on Xbox live and PlayStation network at why so serious. That's S I R R I U S. I'm on steam as well. Uh, let's play some games. Now, did you, did you guys know you misspelled board? Uh, how do, I, I guess like told I should you ask you, how do you spell board? Well, if you're bored with video games, it would be B-O-R-E-D, right? Uh, yeah, you know, I think that was the first comment I got on my Facebook comments from, uh, I'm so sick of people saying that you can't like both. I like both board games and video games. All these elitist board gamers. I'm like, That's hilarious. Hey, it's a pun. That's hilarious. Look at how it's you haven't listened to the show because oh, we do love them both. I didn't see that. Okay. <laughs> I know. I was I was just playing to that comment that you've clearly heard numerous times, but I still want yeah, to. Yeah, that's anyway. okay. We chose that name. We have to live with the consequences. Yes, you do. You <laughs> live with it and you like it. Donnie, where can people find you, sir? You find me at playing Nintendo everywhere except Mixer, which is going <laughs> up my <mind>, so. <laughs> Oh, well, we got the last nail in there. Good job. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Beat me to the joke. So you can find me at PSVG Kevin on everything as well, except for Mixer. Um, and maybe on Facebook Gaming if I can figure it out. Who knows? Um, but yes, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for telling a friend, everybody. Thank you for joining this us this week on the Xbox Empire. And in the words of the great Uncle Phil, there is no power greater than X. Greater than X.